Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this Forbes feature HCI podcast episode, I explore Meg Whitman's recent Forbes video, Never Compromise Your Integrity. Welcome back to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. It's great to be with you again today for this Forbes feature HCI podcast episode. Today I'll be exploring the recent Forbes video, Never Compromise Your Integrity, with Meg Whitman. To celebrate the 100th anniversary of Forbes, they sat down with the 100 greatest living business minds, including Meg Whitman, CEO of Hewlett Packer. So you'll hear a little bit about her thinking around integrity and the importance of it in the workplace. Thanks for joining me, and I'll catch you after this clip. This will sound a little bit like motherhood and apple pie, but do something that you love with people who you like and respect. Listen, we spend a lot of time with people at work, maybe more time than we do with our family. So important to like the company, like the product, um, think that it makes a difference and that you enjoy the people. This first clip isn't specifically about integrity, but I think it is very valuable advice. Ultimately, we spend so much time at work with the people at work that we need to do something that we love, that we're passionate about, and with people that we care about. We need to work with an organization that has values that align with our values and vice versa. And ultimately, there may not always be a perfect fit, but we need to feel good about what we're doing each and every day. We have to find fulfillment. We have to find meaning and purpose. And there has to be alignment. If we hate our boss, if we hate our coworkers, we're not going to have a sustainable workplace environment. We're not going to excel. We're not going to succeed. And, and ultimately, we're going to stagnate burnout uh, and not have the type of success that we otherwise could if we found ourselves in a more empowering kind of a situation. So first and foremost, have the courage to align yourself with organizations that fit with your values. This may mean that you need to be a little choosy, that you don't take the first job that's offered to you, and that you need to be willing to walk away if and when things shift enough at your current employer whether the alignment isn't there anymore. The other thing I would say is if you are ever asked to compromise your integrity, run, do not walk for the exits. Because in the end, the only thing you really have is your reputation. And ask yourself the question when faced with a, you know, a challenge is, what's the right thing to do? And this is a very interesting thing because across cultures, the right thing to do quite, could be quite different. And what I found both here and at eBay is if you say to a team, what would your mother say? If your mother was sitting in this room or your wife or your loved one or your significant other, someone you really care about, what they think about you, and they watched this decision-making process, what would they say? And that will tell you everything you need to know. Because um, mothers work across all cultures. You know, everyone cares about what their mother thinks. 
Then the other thing is, how would you feel if it was on the front page or the you know cover story in Forbes magazine? How would you feel about that? So you know that can also be a, a good way to to get people grounded on what's the right thing to do. And then be fast, you know, be be brave, be courageous, and uh, and make sure you pick, figure out who the right partners are because you can never do everything on your own. In the second clip of this short video, this is where she's really getting into her advice around personal integrity. Now, we all we have is our reputation. And so when people ask you to compromise your integrity for the sake of a project, the team, the organization, uh, recognize that organizations and leaders usually aren't going to come to bat for you if and when the time comes that you become a convenient scapegoat. And so there's not a lot of protection in uh, sacrificing your personal integrity, um, you know, just from a self-interested standpoint, uh, you're, you're often not protected and it could really come back to bite you and hurt you. And so you want to protect yourself for that reason. You want to protect your, your uh, personal identity, your, uh, how others perceive you and all you really have is your reputation. So you need to really fight to protect it. She poses a couple options of how you can check yourself and make sure that you're staying true to your values uh, and, and really upholding you know, this, this impo the importance of honesty and integrity in the decisions that you make. We need to think about, you know, can we sleep at night? Can we look ourselves in the mirror? She talks about what would your mother think? Uh, also, would you be okay with this being on the front page of the newspaper, on the front page of Forbes? I think these are all good reflective questions that we can ask ourselves as we're really trying to understand, and particularly the more messy the situation, uh, the, the, the ethical, the, the more messy and complex the ethical dilemma that we may face, uh, you know, it, it really is good to, to take a step back and to be able to think along these lines. I'm excited to announce the publication of my new book from HCI Press, The Alchemy of Truly Remarkable Leadership, Ordinary Everyday Actions That Produce Extraordinary Results. Consider how the nature of work has shifted over the past 50 years. With increased globalization, rapid technological advancement, and the shift in economic composition, the average job of today looks very different than the average job of 50 years ago. What will the jobs and organizations of tomorrow look like? Moreover, what does this all mean for organizational leaders? What are the core competencies and capabilities of organizations and their leadership that are prepared for continued disruption and geopolitical and socioeconomic shifts? Regardless of what the future holds, increasingly, leaders need to be socially minded, data-driven, decisive, champions of talent, and disruptors of the traditional notions of leadership, teams, organizations, and work. The Alchemy of Truly Remarkable Leadership will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life. She also notes that people from various backgrounds and cultures may see things differently, that uh, what one person sees as a real ethical lapse, um, a, a moral failing, or 
corruption or unethical behavior uh, within another context, maybe they wouldn't see it the same way or someone else in, a, in that different context wouldn't see it the same way. So ultimately we have to be grounded in our values. We have to continually come back to them. We have to learn how to prioritize them uh, because often our, our existing values butt heads up against each other. And that's why you have ethical dilemmas where you feel like you have to sacrifice one value for the sake of another. And, and ultimately, if, if we can look ourselves in the mirror at night, if we can sleep at night, if we can, you know, feel that our mother, our parents are proud of us, we can feel good about the public knowing about what we did, if it was on the front page, uh, these can all be really great self-reflective tools to make sure that we're at least making a, a decision that is consistent with our values and uh, if we're un if we're that uncomfortable about what we're choosing to do you know we can pause we can take a step back we can really think about the consequences the unintended consequences perhaps um, that could emerge uh, how our decisions could impact a variety of stakeholders uh, across different areas of the organization, the community, the environment, our, our consumer base, whatever the case may be. As I think about ethical decision-making, as I think about moral and ethical dilemmas, as I think about the real difficult situations I faced in the past, uh, ultimately I want to feel good about the decisions I make, that at least I knew I put a lot of thought into it, that I tried my best. I'm not going to always get it right. I'm not going to be perfect. Um, sometimes my biases will float to the top and will unduly influence my decisions, even without me being fully aware of it because of un implicit bias. Um, but if I'm thoughtful, if I'm self-reflective, if I take the time to pause and to think and to consider, uh, more often than not, I'm going to get it right. And if I have the courage to act on what I know and feel to be right, uh, then at least I can sleep at night. I've been in situations many times where I've had to be willing to speak up and to speak out, even if it could hurt me in my career, even if it could hurt my standing in the organization, even if leaders within my organization might look at me differently. Uh, but you know what? At the end of the day, I'm comfortable with myself. I know that I made the right decision, and I know that I stood up for those and, and was in use my privilege and my voice for those who are voiceless, uh, those who are powerless. And I think we all need to think about ways to do that. And coupling back to the very first part of this short video clip, uh, she talked about meaning, purpose, aligning yourself with organizations that you care about, with people that you care about. Uh, I think in the sense of uh, connecting it back to integrity, I, I mentioned how we need to just be willing to walk away. Uh, Hopefully, we have aligned ourselves with organizations uh, that are congruent with our values, where we feel meaning and purpose and fulfillment. But if ever the time comes where that alignment is out of whack, where we don't feel fulfilled anymore, and certainly where we're being asked to compromise our integrity, um, not, not by a well-meaning individual, perhaps with limited perspective, who, who asks you to do something that you're not comfortable with, you push back, um, you know, those sorts of situations happen all the time. But if you're consistently being asked to do things uh, that are contrary to your values and in that uh, expect you to compromise your integrity, that's not the place for you to be. And you need to have the courage to speak up, to stand up, and even to leave if and when things uh, don't change uh, the way they need to.
This was just a short little uh, Forbes video, but I really appreciate the insights that she shared. I encourage you to think about your own ethical decision-making process, how you prioritize your values, and, and what your protocol is for checking yourself when making these types of difficult decisions. Uh, and if you can do that, I think more often than not, you're going to be in good shape. Thanks for joining me for this brief episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. As always, I hope you stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day, and I hope you have a great week. We are excited about the launch of HCI's new magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free, interactive e-magazine designed to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We will be publishing issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. Check out the first issue and let us know what you think. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.